Lund, coast to coast, peanut butter and toast. Probing in the lane, fading away. Whoopsie doo, don't mind if I do. In transition, denied by Hoy Lean. DeCam says, give me that. A pick two for Northwestern. Spot of three on the way. Bang for Noah and the Erickson center erupts. Spread the love around. Corner, pocket, cash for Lund. the regular season champions in the UMAC going undefeated on their home floor. The Bethany Lutheran College men's basketball squad. We are so pleased to once more welcome on to the pod head coach of the Vikings, Pat Garvin. Coach, thank you so much for joining us and congratulations on earning that hardware here in the regular season. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for, thanks for having me on. I always enjoy, uh, talking with you guys and uh, thank you yeah it's been it's been a fun year so far and uh, just really proud of our guys we will definitely get to the part that is beyond the so far because I know you guys are not done you want to do make some more noise if you will a little later on this week but before we jump to that and kind of look back at what's been different if you want to say that for your squad this season just take us through this past weekend, I mean, you guys knew you were going to have two tough tests at home. You wanted to wrap things up, obviously, and clinch the number one seed on Friday night. How did your expectations going into the weekend compare to the reality of what ended up happening with two huge wins to continue to build some momentum here going into the tournament? Yeah, I think we knew going into the weekend both games were going to be dogfights, and, and that came out to be true. Uh, you know, I thought uh, Friday night was an extremely physical game. Uh, and that's what we knew it would be uh, with that, with their size and length. Uh, they, they, uh, their Northwestern's always very physical with us. And they're always really good on the glass and uh, no matter who they're playing. And so we knew, we knew it was going to be that type of game that it was going to be really physical. We were going to have to play really well to win. And I, we got some, we got some momentum heading into halftime and then uh, both teams came out in the second half and, and, and couldn't miss a shot kind of for the first probably three, four five minutes. Uh, I think came in kit. Uh, like three threes in the first few minutes and, and Jax Madsen got rolling for us. And, uh, and then we were able to get a few stops and keep some things uh, rolling offensively. Uh, but, you know, that's been the league all year long. It, it, there's been scores with, with us and with other games. Every, every game has been really close. Uh, you know, we've just been fortunate to win, win some close games down the stretch. And uh, we just knew night in and night out, that's kind of been the league this year. And we knew it was going to be a dogfight uh, for North Central. On, on Saturday as well, and it, and it was. They were they were very physical, got after us, and that was a uh, really kind of a defensive battle for most of the game, and we, we just happened to make a couple more shots, but they uh, they did a great job of taking us out of some of our stuff, and um, it was it was a physical game, and, and both games, like I said, we knew, we knew it was not going to be easy. We knew everybody was playing for a lot. We had a lot on the line, Northwestern, North Central, everybody was playing for, for playoff implications and seeding and, and all the above, and uh, but it was a great atmosphere in our gym both nights. Friday night was really rocking, but I thought Saturday was a loud, great gym as well. And uh, it, it, it turned out to be a fun weekend, and I was just really happy with how our guys just played really hard and let the results happen. 
I'm curious, Coach, I want to talk about right after the results do happen. So you win the regular season title. I'm curious, you know, Nick Saban, he has the rule at Alabama, the 24-hour rule, where you can celebrate for 24 hours, then you're on to the next thing. So for you, now winning the regular season title, big accomplishment, but at the same time, you're getting ready, gearing up for the conference tournament this upcoming week. How do you handle and balance that? Do you find it to be a little bit of a balancing act? I mean, you want to feel good about the accomplishment, but at the same time, I'm sure you and your guys know there's certainly more at hand here. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, to be honest, we, we took a moment uh, in our locker room on uh, – so we celebrated on Friday, but we took a mo- little bit of moment on, on Saturday just to reflect back. And uh, we would do that. We've done that, you know, the last regular season game uh, a lot, you know. And, and it was just one of those deals where I just said, you know, we all know we have more work to do and, and another goal to accomplish, but let's not – underappreciate what you what this group just accomplished what I told what I told them what you guys just accomplished they just did something that will bond them together for the rest of their lives they're, they're going to be conference champions regular season conference champions for the rest of their lives don't don't take that for granted and uh, only worry about Wednesday you know enjoy it I said enjoy it for tonight smartly obviously I said enjoy it Saturday night um, and then continue to handle success like you have all year long you know we went on a run a 10 game win streak in the non-conference and they showed up every Monday ready to work still. And I said, that's, that's your job now continue to do that. Um, but enjoy it. Appreciate the fact that you have some hardware we all know we want, we have another goal to get, but it's not easy to win a regular season title. And so appreciate it, but then show back up on Monday ready to work. And I have nothing, I have, uh, I know, I know they're going to do that. Coach, a little bit earlier, you mentioned making plays down the stretch for your club, being a difference and kind of pulling away on Saturday against North Central. And then when we look at a whole from a standpoint for what you guys did this season, I look back at what happened last month in a weekend where you had Morris and Crown in your building and they were two wins, but both of them were an extra time. We can look at the road win at Morris not too long ago this month. We talked about it with you back in the fall on how last year there were multiple games during the season where you guys were in a great spot with five minutes to go. And for whatever the reason, you couldn't close. What has been the difference with this year's group when things get tight and it's late in a ball game? This time around, more times than not, you've been able to find a way to get a win. Yeah, you know, I, I wish if I had it down to an exact science, uh, I probably have a lot of coaches calling me. Uh, you know, sometimes, a lot of times, truthfully, the ball just kind of bounces your way, right? Uh, you, you, sometimes you give up a wide open look to a guy and it just doesn't drop, right? Or you you hit a tough shot on the other end uh, with that. But I do think this group has had just had great belief in each other and in themselves, like that that they know at some point we're going to make enough stops and we're going to make enough plays offensively to find a way to win. And I think this group uh overall is one of the tightest groups in the locker room I've ever been around just the just one through 24 with 24 guys on the roster uh everyone has really bought into their role and I really think that play and I'm not saying last year we had you know dissension or anything like that not not at all but this group just has really gelled together they haven't really cared about who gets the credit who's going to take the last shot it's those kind of things have never we've never had to worry about it and they just play well together they play extremely hard they play for each other and I think that's just where the balls bounced our way a little bit and and they just have played hard and found a way to, to to come out on top and like I said there's not a you know we're a lot better at this category down the stretch than we've been in years past there's nothing you know that really stands out that way it's just uh I, I overall I think it's just the way that they fight for each other and their belief that at some point we're going to make enough plays to get this win. 
Now, Coach, traditionally your program is very good at home, but this year especially, I mean, you guys just don't lose at home for whatever reason. Maybe it's a combination of things, whether it's the comfortability, staying in your own bed, just the fans, all of it maybe. But is there anything you can point to as to why you've had so much success at home this year? And again, you've always been successful there, but this year especially, it's kind of just off the charts. Yeah, I think we have a great we have a great crowd. We have not only our student section, you know, our baseball program and, and other teams have done a great job of of coming out and, and really supporting our guys. And it's a perfect size gym for what we do. I mean, it, it gets loud uh, in, in our gym in a hurry, uh, which is awesome. And then we get great community support and great parent support as well. You know, we have, we have some family groups and parent groups of, of guys that don't see a lot of minutes that are not only at every one of our home games, but come to a lot of our road games as well. And that's really cool to see. And, um, and I, but I think, I do think that, uh, you know, it gets loud in there. I think our guys enjoy playing it. And there's, there's obviously there's something to be said when you're playing on your home floor, you're comfortable, uh, things feel good. And, and so, but you know, we've had some of our closest games at home. And again, that, that plays into it a little bit too. Just it, sometimes the ball just kind of bounced our way at home a little bit. And, uh, we, we were fortunate there that you guys already mentioned the crown and Morris weekend, both those games were at home. Uh, and we could have easily went 0-2 in those games, and, and we're fortunate to come out uh, 2-0 on it. Again, going back to the fall, Coach, we talked to you about how you formed your roster and Wyatt and myself and other people as well had some questions when you lose a Brian Smith, you lose a Kyrie Mayfield, you lose a Jared Malinkovich. We know there's still talent coming back, but how do you fill those shoes? And obviously a big part for your squad has been coming through the transfer portal and then developing guys as well and guys like Hunter Nielsen coming back, but specifically some new pieces in the starting five and what Mason Ackley's done all season long. I mean, I don't think you can say enough about him and the headache that he's been for opposing teams, whether it's hitting the offensive glass and making timely shots and defending the best player on the other side. And then now you got Xavier Patterson into the starting lineup this last stretch. You mentioned Jax Matson, what he's doing as well. Sagdahl, we could go down the line. What has been your takeaway from specifically the guys who've stepped into the starting lineup into bigger roles this season coming from a different program I mean again the expectations versus the reality of what you've gotten from some of those names I've listed what has impressed you most about how they've acclimated to your culture now at Bethany yeah I think you hit the nail on the head right there at the end is that they they just bought in from day one uh every one of them you know like you said Jack's X Mason uh Drew Drew was a transfer last year at, at semester for us uh you know those guys they just came in and went to work and they gelled right away. Um, you know, we had a lot of new faces over half our roster was brand new in a combination of freshmen and transfers and everybody just showed up ready to go. And I think I, looking back, I think a huge thing for us was we spent the first two weeks on the road. We went out to Milwaukee and played two games and stayed in hotels as a group. And then the next week we went down to Chicago and played two games and stayed in a hotel as a group and we traveled everybody on our roster for those for those trips and I think that went a long way of we're just going to go on the road and be together and find ourselves a little bit and see you know there was no no one the expectations were were high within our locker room but nobody really knew what what the product was going to look like right and the fact that we didn't have to open up at home or you know this group just got to gel together uh, on the road in hotels, I think really went a long ways in, in our culture and these guys just bonding together. And uh, it's been really fun to see. And like I said, a, a big reason why I think we've been successful is just, it's just a bunch of unselfish guys that have bought in from day one. They bought into each other. They bought in, they believed in their own talents. 
they bought into the staff and uh, we've been, just been very fortunate that uh, it's, it's just all gelled together. Um, Cause when you bring in a lot of new faces, sometimes no matter the talent, that doesn't always happen. And uh, we've just been fortunate that it's a huge credit to all of them, all of our new guys, all of our returners that nobody cared about the credit. They just wanted to show up. I mean, we, we we're graduating four guys in Cooper and Carter Hansen. Tom Dadka and Alex Sharma. And those guys are some of the best leaders, most unselfish people I've ever been around. And you look at the combined minutes of those four guys and it's not very high, you know, and Tom and Alec, especially their role has changed a lot. And throughout from game to game, night to night, from a Friday to a Saturday, those two guys roles have changed and they've never complained. They just show up and work. And that goes a long ways when you have senior leaders that are willing to lead no matter what their role is and everybody else has bought in and went along. And so, um, you know, again, there's no, no secret recipe to it. Just very fortunate to have a bunch of unselfish guys in our locker room. As you get ready for this week now, Coach, you didn't know for sure who you were going to be playing until after the games were all said and done on Saturday. Now you do. And uh, knowing that you had two matchups against Minnesota Morris this year, you went to overtime with them the one game, you barely pulled out the win in the other one. So what do you need to do as you prepare for that matchup to have success and make sure you're on the winning end once again to give yourself a chance to go and compete for a championship? What are the big things that kind of stick out to you that you remember from those two matchups? And how do you translate that over into a third win against them this year? Yeah, absolutely. We knew no matter who we were going to end up playing, uh, whoever ends up coming out of this conference tournament is going to have to earn it, right? It's, it's going to be, there's going to be some great battles. Uh, yeah, we had two really, really good games uh, against these guys in the regular season. Uh, they are a veteran group that plays extremely well together. Uh, you know, they, they do a great job of being, they're, they're a really good defensive team. They do a good job of keeping you out of the paint. Uh, and then offensively, they, they share the basketball extremely well. Obviously, Conagies are going in a hurry, but then they, they have a whole bunch of other guys. You know, Jared Johnson might be one of the most uh, high IQ guys in our league. If you As soon as you make a mistake, he takes advantage of it. Dak is, is really good at getting into the paint and, and getting teams to collapse and, and makes plays from theirs. And, uh, you know, I think they'll have – I know nothing's out yet, but I, I, I would assume Munson's going to be freshman of the year in our league. Uh, and so, you know, they, they have a lot of talent. They're, they're extremely well coached extremely talented team uh, obviously like I said we had we had two great games with us and uh, a lot of times uh, a lot of times this time of year kind of comes down to how, how are you going to guard who's going to defend the best for 40 minutes everybody's going to make some plays but can you consistently guard for 40 minutes that's what uh, that's what they say wins time this time of year and and, and so I think that's what it's going to come down to is which, which team can sit down and, and guard the other team better and uh, hopefully the ball bounces our way again. Wyatt mentioned how tight you guys were against Morris and the couple times you played against them. We already have said that you guys did not fall this season at home. You did, though, fall last month to Northwestern on the road and on the road as well to Crown not too long ago, earlier this month here in February. Only reason I bring those two up, what specifically as a coaching staff and as a whole group did you guys learn from those two ball games? When Wyatt and I go box score hunting, we can see, okay, in those two ball games, you guys held down a little bit from three-point land, and obviously everything's really, really tight in this league, so you know there's going to be slip-ups here and there. But now as you move into the conference tournament, there's a lot of good to build off of, obviously. But even if you look at last weekend and how you made adjustments against Northwestern to take them down the second time and then finish the season with a win against North Central, how do you respond to those tight losses and say, okay, how can we use this, learn from this, and get better from it, and look back on it in late February and say, yeah, that was not wasted, and we found a way to really capitalize on that situation? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think a lot of that goes down to we, we just stuck to our routine, right? And so, yep, we lost. 
you know, when we, we Saturday morning, you know, all week we play Friday, Saturday in this league. So, uh, so take the example that we, we lost a crown on Friday by Saturday morning, we, we had to be over it and, and we were on to Morris because all week long, we didn't talk about Morris one time, all of our guarding and, and offense and defensive game plans all week long was on crown and that's every week. So the week that we played Morris first all week long, it was only on Morris. Right. And, and that's just how, and I think a lot of coaches in our league probably operate that way. Um, but so you have to move on, right. You have to, you have to move on from it. So Saturday morning after we took that loss to, to crown, it was, Hey, we got to show up with an, with an edge and, and be ready to go and make a tough three hour bus trip up to Morris and, and show, show up with a chip on your shoulder, ready to play and have some fun and just continue to have fun. Uh, and that's something we preach. And then you take Sundays off and you show up on Monday and we watch a lot of film from the previous weekend. So we watched a lot of film of things that we just didn't think we did great on both those weekends. Go, go back to Northwestern. And that we showed up on that Monday as well and, and watched a lot of film. And then we did that again. And that's what we do every week. We, we take Sundays off. We show up on Monday. We watch the film. We get back to work. And uh, and so that's, I think, sticking to a routine uh, with that. You know, we, we do take our first day of practice more so, I should say. Uh, we watch a lot of film. We have taken some Mondays off just because it is, it is a long year. But our first day back, we watch a lot of that film and try to stick to that routine. Um, and we talked a lot early in the year. Like I, like I already said, we when we got some wins early in the year, I said, you have to learn from winning too, right? Because everybody's going to continue to work, continue to get better. They're going to game plan for you. They're going to scout you. So you have to learn from winning. If it's going to take a loss for us to learn things, then then we're not going to be very good. I thought they did a great job of learning from winning. And then when we lost some games, we, we said, hey, we, we got to learn from losing too um, and understand that the, the sun's still going to come up and you got to show up and get, get ready to work. Now, Coach, you said something right away at the beginning of that answer about how you play Fridays and Saturdays in this league. And then this point of the season, that pretty much is the case. Maybe you get a non-conference game here or there, but otherwise it is Friday, Saturday. So this question would be applicable to any coach that gets ready for this week. Let's say, and obviously the weather is what it is. We don't know for sure what's going to happen, but let's say you're going to play on Wednesday. How do you look at that as a coach and as a coaching staff to get ready? Because, you know, you've been used to preparing for three, four days to get ready for two games versus now this week you play earlier in the week and you have two days to get ready for it. Do you do anything different? Do you have to manage your time a little bit better? What, what are the challenges of that? Yeah. So, I mean, as, as a staff, um, obviously we're looking at it a little different. So my personal routine, honestly, throughout the year on Sundays, when we're playing Friday, Saturday, I don't do a lot uh, of basketball stuff on, on Sundays. It's kind of my off day thing. I have a one and a half year old daughter and, and a wife and, uh, that's kind of our family day, right? You to try to go to church and, uh, we, we hang out as family, but NFL and all those things and watch. And, and sometimes Sunday night, I'll, I will pull up some film, but honestly, most, most Sundays, I don't do a lot. Well, now, obviously, this Sunday, I I, I didn't. Uh, I went into the office and w- watched some film and, and got ready. But as a team, we didn't practice this Sunday or anything like that. And uh, so we will treat Monday, Tuesday this week like we would a Wednesday, Thursday uh, going into um, going into the weekend. So that's when we start watching film of the other team. That's when we start putting in our offense and defensive game plan on the floor throughout the week. Monday, Tuesday is kind of a uh, – focus on us when it, during the regular season this Monday, Tuesday, we'll treat more like a Wednesday, Thursday, where we're going to watch film of Morris and start talking game plan and, and, and things we want to do. So it changes a little bit. You know, we had some non-conference weeks this year that we played Wednesday, Saturday. And, um, so I think our guys are ready. Uh, we've already talked to them a little bit about it, that, that, yeah, the prep will start on Monday and, 
uh, with that. So the biggest difference probably is just for me personally, I actually had to do some work on a Sunday, I guess. So, <laughs> uh, so get, got to work and then, uh, we'll watch, uh, yeah, we'll watch some film as a team here on, on Monday and Tuesday and, and hit the practice floor again. And, uh, be ready to go for what we know is going to be a great game. If, if, if both teams play well, it's going, to, it's going to be an awesome game. And that that's what it should be this time of year. And I think that's a huge credit to our league that I, I thought this was as good a year as any. And I, I know I talked to Luke at Crown and he said that. And, and Tim with, at Northwestern said the same thing. That, that those, Both those guys have been in this league for a long time. And they said this is as good as it's ever been. Um, and uh, we, we, so we know whoever comes out of this uh, in a week from now is, is going to earn it, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Coach, I know you still have work to do. Don't get me wrong, and I hesitate asking this to a lot of coaches because the job's not done. You're only taking it one day at a time. But if you could for just a moment envision if you guys are able to win two games at home, and whether it's on Saturday or it gets moved around or it's some other day, you're able to cut down the nets in Mankato, and you're able to add on top of a regular season title, a tournament title at a place that means so much to you. And you haven't been here very long. For people listening who don't know, this is really only your second full season after the COVID year for when you started. And so you're getting this thing moving in the right direction quickly. Last time Bethany was able to host a conference tournament, why didn't I remember that final where they were up big in the second half, Northwestern made a big push, and you guys hung on, and that was a magical ride, and then they go on and they win in the NCAA tournament. I know you're not concerned about March yet. Don't get me wrong. But if just for a moment, if you would indulge us, what would that mean for you to go regular season and tournament title at a place that means so much to you? Yeah, obviously it would be it'd be really special. Uh, you know, there's no there's no doubt about it. I, I love Bethany. Um, but the, the number one thing it would mean, you know, I'd just be so excited for our guys, uh, to, to be able to experience it, uh, you know, that they, uh, they deserve it, but you know what, a everybody in this conference tournament right now deserves it in, in, in some way. So, um, you know, the, it, it would be special. I, I don't know if I have the words for it. I just would be really excited and proud of our guys. And, uh, and I, I'm going to be regardless, you know, uh, we, we could play well Wednesday, and lose and i'm still going to love these guys i'm still going to be really proud of them they still had an unbelievable season uh we know we have another goal to accomplish i know they're going to work really hard i know they'll play really hard uh and i know we'll have a lot of fun and we'll let the chips fall where they may um and then maybe maybe a week from now or a month from now or something like that i'll, ha I'll have some better words for you on it um but i just would be i'm i'm proud of these guys i will be proud no matter what happens this week i love these guys no matter what and it's going to just trying to we talked a couple of weeks ago as a team i said let's make sure we're enjoying the journey because if you get to the end uh and you come up short or even if you win and you didn't have a lot of fun along the way then you wasted a lot of time because it's a long year i mean think about it i think the last time i was on with you guys we hadn't even played a game yet or we were just about to open in milwaukee or just had opened in milwaukee i can't remember for sure and no offense, that feels like that was about a year ago. You know, that, that seems like that was a long time ago. And, uh, and you know, so it, it goes fast, but it is a long year, you know. And so uh, you got to enjoy the journey along the way. And, and these guys have done a great job of that. And I'm just really excited to, to have guaranteed three more days with these guys. So that, that's that at the end of the day, I'm excited to work with them and continue to have some fun. And uh, we'll let the chips fall where they may. 
This will be my last question for you, Coach. Almost every single team that pursues a championship faces some kind of adversity at some point, whether it's in the regular season, which you guys did, and whether it's in the postseason, again, almost every single team does. So if that happens to you at some point, whether it's in the semis, championship, both games, you get down, let's say, or you're in a tough spot, whatever it may be, and maybe this is a question from throughout the season as well, do you as coaches have to get them going a little bit, or do they handle that well? Is it kind of on them, and do the seniors, like you said, and maybe some of the other guys that are in the rotation, have they been good about that and being able to pick each other up and kind of handle anything that's been thrown at them? Because I'm sure you're going to face some kind of adversity more than likely in the next week here. Yeah, absolutely. I would say more times than not, it's been our players have, ha- have handled it uh, th- this year. Uh, matter of fact, there's been some times I've given Tom Dak a hard time because he's he's stolen a video I was going to send out on Twitter uh, <laughs> uh, and already sent it to our our group chat, or you know he's stolen kind of a line or a quote of the day I was going to use and, and things. So I give him a hard time on that that he's he's stealing my thunder. But no, I, I would say more times than not, yeah, it's we've been and every coach will tell you it, and it sounds cliche. Uh, but I really think it is true. Is this your your best teams are player led, and I think we are uh, we're, we we have some great player leadership, and, and they've handled those things. And uh, but yeah, we're gonna we'll be tested this week. And there, there's no doubt, uh, and so it's gonna be a that's a test that we have to pass, right? Is show up and handle adversity, and, and can we stick together uh, when when things don't go well? Can we handle the turnover? Can we move on to the next play after a missed shot? Uh, you know. A, a call doesn't go your way. How can you handle those things? And uh, we'll have to see how we rise to that challenge. And uh, But I'm confident that we will. Um, and like I said, the best teams are player-led. And I, I think our, our, our leadership has been fantastic this year. And I, I'm really proud of them for that. We'll wrap here uh, with a fun one, Coach. And you mentioned a few phrases there. And you can pick out one of those if you'd like to. If you only had a headline, whether it's three words, five words, you can print it out in the paper to describe Bethany Lutheran men's basketball this season and what you hope is still said a week from now. What phrase would you use to describe this squad? <laughs> well, I tell you this, our, guy, our guys listen to you guys, so they'll probably hear this and, and they, they may laugh. Uh, with that and so this is probably going to be way more of an inside joke uh, with that that I'm not really going to maybe necessarily explain uh, but I'll give you the one phrase I, I tell them a lot and we've talked about a lot and uh, it's uh, you keep stoking her with coal until you run out of track and uh, that's uh, that's a phrase we've used uh, with, with this group and I think uh, it was our first it was a practice quote we used on October 15th and I think on October 15th, they have no idea what it meant. And I think we've started to maybe grasp that a little bit. And um, so, yeah, I'll tell you, keep, keep stoking her with coal until you run out of track. Wow, that was uh, that was a lot better than what I was expecting. Why and I are going to speculate wildly when we're done about everything that that beats. But that's, uh, that's fantastic. I appreciate that. And why it's not going to like this. But what I heard you talking about was the dream is in the process, as PJ Fleck likes to say. So uh, I'm happy that you're preaching that to the guys and uh, enjoying the ride oh, along the way. So, Coach, uh, my really assistant, do... will, my assistant will appreciate the fact that you got a PJ Fleck yeah. uh, quote in there. On, on that. <laughs> not that I dislike PJ by any means. I'm not a he's a he is a diehard Gopher guy. So we, and we have some guys that are diehard Wisconsin, Iowa, and, and Gopher fans on there. So he'll be Brandon will be happy that. Uh, that he gave you that you got a pj fleck quote in there he's probably used that a multiple times throughout throughout this year i gotta ask you real quick then are you just lukewarm on college football or, or who are you riding for uh you know uh no i love college football uh, there's nothing better than saturdays in the fall watch it watch college football. i grew up and i still am uh, i'm a nebraska cornhusker fan actually oh. so 
uh with that so uh, hunter nielsen's a hawkeye guy he gives me a hard time all the time so him and Pulaski, my assistant are always giving me a hard time but i told him uh you know matt rule is is in town now and he's he's gonna be the savior and hunter tells me that's what everybody said about scott frost too but uh so yeah no i, I love college football uh saturdays uh i grew like i said i grew up a, a corn husker fan and if i still choose a team that, that that's my squad but They've been bad, so I kind of bandwagon. I just cheer against the Gophers and cheer against the Hawkeyes a little bit, I guess, just to give those guys a hard time. That's great stuff. Uh, next time we have you on, Coach, we'll have to have some some college football banter, and uh, we will look forward to that. But uh, really do appreciate your time. Best of luck this week. And for however far you guys go, we don't know, obviously, how long that'll be, but continue to enjoy the ride. And, again, really appreciate the time this season. Thank you, guys. I appreciate you. Uh, having me on again and again all the all the things you guys do for umac and the and basketball um I, I know our guys appreciate listening to you and uh make sure if you if you guys are doing a pick selection uh make sure uh you, you take morris this week all right give us, give us some uh give us something to rally around in the locker room all right we don't uh we make sure you take those guys give us some bulletin board material and, uh, so so i can uh, get an edge a little bit that way on, on, on coach grove we will be making picks, so a uh, message received. We will uh, buy it back pocket that one. So thanks, Coach. Appreciate it. Thank you, guys.